either we are there or not, ITSB Magazine still gets the best stories. There are plenty of conferences and all sorts of events that spark our curiosity and allow us to start conversations with some of the world's brightest minds. In person or virtually, we sit down with them at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Together, we discover what the synergy of these three elements means for the future of humanity. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open-source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. Hello, good morning, everyone. This is Keenan Skelly, and I am here for the latest episode of the National Blast. And today, our episode will feature Red Squared and the Collaboratorial. Liz from Sight, tell me, my favorite redhead, tell me who you are. Tell listeners who you are, <laughs> what we're going to talk about today. Does one ever really know who they are truly? Uh, but as I go on that journey, I am Liz Wharton at Lawyer Liz on Twitter, VP of Operations for Scythe, and I say longtime listener, first time caller, but I am entering into my fourth year with uh, helping run the policy track, or not really track. We're not a village, we're not a track. We're just policy nerds hanging out at DEF CON. So, okay. um, super fun. Yeah. Time. I don't know about anybody else, but that really sounds like a lot of fun. Policy nerds are the best. Okay. Tell me more. What's happening? This is all for Black Hat or DEF CON this year, right? DevCon, yes. So uh, a little less stuffy, perhaps, than uh, Black Hat. And that's the perfect space for this. So four years ago, it occurred to uh, Jeff, uh, Dark Tangent, that we were seeing a lot of regulators, legislators, people who were typically shy about coming to DEFCON because, I mean, it just sounds so nefarious. Like DEFCON, but they were coming to oh, DEFCON. Hackers breaking into pacemakers. Right. And stealing cars and, you know, jackpotting ATM machines. Um, and so at the same time, it, they were kind of doing it on the DL. They were coming in and, or their staff were, and coming in and we're like, wait a minute. We have the leading researchers 
around the world in all things cyber infosec. We have been complaining for since, you know, the CFAA uh, that, hey, we uh, like policy is getting it wrong and we're all going to Capitol Hill and we're we're trying to change things and they just don't get it. And it's kind of, you see all these moving pieces, like, wait a minute, why are we not creating a bigger space for these conversations? I mean, they're coming to us. Let's Let's help. Let's be collaborative. Let's be. Uh, let's work together. So we started this policy. Uh, again, not really a track, not really a village. The policy space. Yes. And so this year we will have two actual tracks of talks and conversations. We have the round tables, which are exactly what they sound. We're creating a smaller experience where, you know, people can learn, have these conversations. And then we have the uh, collaboratorium space and no, uh, even though I will be participating and helping uh, run some of this, I will never be able to say that word fast. Uh, and if you ask me what? to spell it, it's <laughs> not happening. But yeah. There's, every time we say it during the episode, we're going to say it like that. Just because it's difficult to say. So now we are red squared and we are discussing the collaboratorium. I think that I right. that. you need. You need to work on the special effects and it needs to be an echo. <gasps> um, yeah. Can you put that in like post edit? Uh, echo. Yes, needs to have an echo. And um, you've given me an idea. I mean, I have, as we're recording this, we have what, a week, two weeks before uh, heading into DEF CON. And I think I'm going to see if I can find on Amazon uh, some kind of microphone so that whenever we go to speak, it'd be like in the collaboratorium. Oh, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, but it happened, people, right here. Right. This is where ideas come from. And this is where ideas we hope are going to continue because Keenan's acting all demure and shy as if we're not going to be dragging her into some of these conversations as well. Yay. I'm so excited. Right? So much fun. Right. So well, and hopefully. What kind of it, conversations are we talking about here? Like, so talking about what? Well, a little bit of everything and from a little bit of everyone. The goal is um, we're going to have, there. Are, it ranges from uh, roundtables and fireside chats with, we have what we call the uh, roundtables of meet the feds and different editions. So we're going to have DHS, we're going to have uh, CISA, we're going to have, uh, and I'm absolutely forgetting someone to pardon me as I scramble to look at my notes. Um, we're going to, we start on uh, Friday. We have Friday and Saturday and Sunday, um, but we're bringing everything in from kind of top down and with the round tables, really just conversations. We have some folks coming in to talk about aviation, cybersecurity. So we have everything from UK, uh, officials to officials from TSA 
to um, with a roundtable DHS conversations. It's really just, hey, these are the people making decisions. Uh, let's sit around a table. Let's have like, let's have a cup of coffee together. Let's figure out how we go forward to uh, even election uh, security, which is always a hot topic. We have the election village. So we're teaming up with some of the villages to say, hey, let's let's highlight, let's let's put some of the conversations you're having in the spotlight. Well, you know, I just founded the XR Village, which will be debuting this year. And I would love to talk about some of the crazy, crazy legislation that they are throwing out on the floor that has to do with the metaverse and AR and XR, because it's crazy. It's crazy talk. Well, exactly. And that is part of what uh, really drives everyone bonkers as well, is that you have this these policies and initiatives that are kind of emerging that really aren't uh, really aren't tying together. People aren't seeing the bigger picture. So in this case, uh, Keenan, I am going to highly recommend to my fellow organizers that we look at, for example, we have emerging cyber policy topics, which will be a two o'clock session and uh, on Sunday. So if you're still around, I'm going to really recommend that they reach out and bring you in for that because we have a couple of, we're going to kind of kick things off with one of my favorite policy people, um, Harley Geiger over at uh, Rapid7. And he's going to give us kind of an overview of some of the things that are coming in because people aren't realizing, you think, oh, well, what is Congress doing? Well, what is the TSA doing? Uh, what is, uh, what are all these, like, what is the FCC? What is the FTC? Um, and what are all these things that you're not paying attention to? So Harley's going to get us kicked off with uh, Leonard Bailey talking about different hacking laws and also some of the global policies because I like the Brits aren't sitting around having their little Brexit uh, hot summer. They're kind of saying, hey, we see you doing policy stuff. Let's get in the party in Australia as well. So we're going to take a look at, give an overview of some of those and really go into some of the, again, emerging uh, cyber policy topics and um, going like all the time. What is it? The uh, first, we're seeing some of the stuff from the executive order coming out where we had the first report from the kind of, I'd call it the FAA's, oh, why am I blinking? Not enough coffee. Not enough coffee. Um, coffee, Liz, there's never. There really isn't. But that is the beauty of Vegas. Um, there are multiple uh, coffee locations throughout the casinos that will be hosting DEF CON. And trust me, I've already mapped them all out. Because don't forget, if you're staying at any of the Vegas hotels, there will not be coffee makers in your room unless you bring your own. Is that true? Yes. Why, why is that? What, what did I lie about this? Um, it was one of the, some of the COVID precautions that they were taking. So um, I'm not saying that I have actually contemplated um, uh, ordering a Keurig or other uh, coffee maker to have delivered to the hotel. 
okay, you're my kind of girl. I have done that like for three RSAs in a row because I was in a location where I couldn't leave. Like I was stuck in one location constantly and I've actually had an espresso delivered just so that I can coffee constantly. It's the only way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Pretty much. No call. Anywho. Heard it here. If you haven't heard it before, like I haven't heard it before, get your coffee in advance. Um, yeah. Plan ahead. A little bit of planning will go a long way. Um, one of the things I do want to highlight, and this is where um, it's going to be. I want to back up for a second. Okay. Absolutely. Let's go back. About, um, you know, uh, the you talked about Britain and you talked about Australia. Obviously, we're a member, too, of Five Eyes. And traditionally, Five Eyes works very well together when it comes to coordinating policy and things of that nature. So is there an opportunity there to bring in the other Five Eyes members and kind of do it on more of a global policy level? Always. Um, And I will say a couple of the working groups that I'm a part of uh, have been and some of the folks from some of those agencies um, overseas are coming in and they have been opening up the conversation. And so while I joke that things may appear they're happening in a vacuum, everyone is kind of looking at what the others are doing. But um, as we saw with on the U.S. Uh, regulatory side, and you have different agencies, uh, it all comes down to budgets um, at the end of the day. And folks have figured out that if you throw cyber uh, in there, then you can get more dollars because who does like it's for the children, Keenan? It's for Great. the children. How are you? Oh right. The future. It, it, right. Uh, the future is the children. But what then happens is you have all these, because I mean, if you had told, reminded folks a year ago that, um, hey, uh, pipelines, the security for those um, both ITOT systems uh, falls under TSA. People have been like, what? Come again? Rewind. Um, and so that's why it's like, I'm excited to see TSA sending some of their folks to talk about the aviation side. But I'm like, but, but can we talk about some of the other things? So it, you've got that battle and we're trying to kind of bring as many people to the table, uh, literally the round table, but also to the collaboratorium. I think I've um, forgot a syllable in there. Um, 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 right. Uh, and so we're looking at some of the regulatory. Jen Ellis is also going to be leading some conversations on the regulatory of like from top down, but also like bottom up and how we could that. Uh, I'll be helping lead or moderate a conversation on, for example, offensive security tools. Yeah. Yeah, those get fun when you start talking about different, uh, especially as companies start working across borders. It's like, mm, what can you do? What can you not do? Mm-hmm. Sure, this little bit of derived information and you can't talk about how you've got it and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or, you know, it's it, the different tools that there are legitimate research uh, research 
purposes? And then how do you define, um, you know, well-intended good faith uh, research? So that's, I expect that to always be a hot topic. Uh, And yeah. And then especially as we look at uh, conflicts abroad, and there's always, always the looming conversation of, well, China. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Well, We're going to have to loop you in. <laughs> this is so exciting. You know, I, I remember going to uh, conferences for years, whether it's DEF CON or Black Hat or RSA or others, and really not seeing legislation policy, uh, those things kind of being talked about in technology. And it's really unfortunate because technology is often driving what legislation is needed for. So it's a a chicken and egg kind of situation where the chicken and the egg really need to be like hand in hand in this process, which is strange to think about, but it's so true. So being able to see these kind of come to life now with much more support from both uh, the legislators themselves and uh, the community is just fascinating. So kudos to, to you and the team who's working on this. I mean, it's just it's great. It's great for nerdy folks like me. Right. And it is, and it, there is an amazing team. I am a, a minor bit, 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 little bitty <laughs> footnote player. Uh, it just happens that I have been uh, part of the team from the beginning, but there are a lot of, a lot of voices and we've really expanded. I think this year we had uh, 30 different, uh, 30 plus different people working together to come up and do this. And I mean, think of the days when we uh, like spot the Fed still a thing, but the spot the Fed games where uh, okay. it really was that for the listeners because some people are <laughs> what are they doing so, at defcon right right and it, there was this distrust and which was i'd say unfounded but that would be a lie um there really wasn't a good understanding of the roles we could all play together and understanding that the research mentality is really just wanting to know why and pulling a thread and saying, I see this, what happens if I do this and building better and securing better and that we can actually all, you know, work towards the same objectives and goals. And sometimes as we've seen with like the bug bounty. So but spot the fed once upon a time. Um, and I've only been, this will be my 16th, I think, uh, DEF CON, but way, way, way back in the day, there was definitely a level of distrust. Uh, and really that wasn't uh, the target audience. And so you would have different feds, not necessarily looking to be collaborative. Uh, but they were definitely not going to the collaboratorium. <laughs> case. They were going to they, the- being like, what they were. And they, well, and they were trying to approach different rocks. So, uh, if they were looking to pick up tools, if they were looking to figure out who was doing things that they shouldn't have been doing or that they didn't want them doing, but it became a game and it was, uh, spot the fed and you would get a t-shirt, uh, and you as a (laughs) right. I mean, I remember the DAFCON where reporter was doing undercover, like wasn't using, didn't go through the press badge 
process uh, when cameras were not allowed. Uh, and even still, please ask people for permission. Uh, please make sure that it is a space in which photography is permitted. Uh, because we do have certain areas, for example, like Sky Talks uh, and other tracks where that is not okay. And a lot of the, you'll notice like with the policy uh, conversations, we'll let people know ahead of time, is this Chatham House rules? Because again, the the goal is, you know, while there are no stupid questions, but ask all the stupid questions, ask that, have the conversation, lay the cards on the table. Uh, back from when I worked uh, and did policy at the state and local level, constantly I would have to ask the you know the senators that I would work for if okay let's break it down what are we really trying to what is the genuine concern here what is the underlying issue because the way you're approaching not going to work but we need to be able to have that frank conversation so this is the opportunity for people to build those relationships and so that it's no longer going to be a game of spot the fat I mean it can't be still. And it's really it's a great place to do that. You know, my favorite people in the world are all, you know, hackers, lawyers, or gamers because they ask all the questions, right? They want to know how mm-hmm. this works, how to get around it, or how to figure out why it's there. Is if it's a blocker, if you can just remove it, or you know, all of yeah. the and DEFCON is most certainly the place where all of that magic can happen if people continue to follow the the guidelines and and play along with it and, you know, don't be a dick about it. Well, in respecting the boundaries. So it's one thing to find and poke and prod and to figure out where those are. Uh, and so part of it is built on trust. Uh, we have spent a long time uh, working to build that trust. I mean, what was it? What anniversary is it of the uh, loft going before, you know, all of them going before and testifying before Congress? And when you have these amazing, brilliant minds going at and it, it, I always love, uh, like, there are certain folks who I'm like, I don't know their real name. I just know their handle, but I've known them for 20 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the best. Right. But I've, and my personal favorite is trying, we talk about spotting the feds, uh, watching folks breaking out the civilian clothes for the first time, perhaps in a long time of, you know, where you just want to go, sir, ma'am, did you just pull the price tag off that t-shirt? Because you do not look comfortable in blue jeans and a t-shirt. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, even I get teased sometimes because it's like, it's taking me a long time to get comfortable uh, wearing the, like, I even have cargo pants now. Like, what have, right? What happened? Right? But I figured out what I'm gooning and stuff. It's more comfortable to wear the cargo pants. I need pockets. Same. Give women pockets. <laughs> Every for like the last seven years, I wear you know a t-shirt, not the t-shirt, but I mean like sneakers and a, and jeans, and then maybe a sport coat if I have to go into a meeting. But I remember the first year that I did that, and I, I went into a business meeting, and everybody's like in three-piece suits. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like really uncomfortable. I'm fine. Yeah, and here yes. <laughs> three. Mm-hmm. I'm totally good. And they're like, oh, this is so awful. Yeah, well, don't do it. Nobody can. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's, I think the, I spoke at the first B-Sides Las Vegas and I definitely was in a skirt at a top and everyone's just like, I'm like, look, I'm a lawyer. Just <laughs> like, like, just go with it. I swear if I showed up in like a t-shirt and stuff, like a, y'all would look at me and I would look at you and you'd be like, Liz, you don't look comfortable. I'm like, I'm not, um, I don't blend if I try to blend it's going to be obvious. At the so. same time, that being said, DEFCON is also definitely place, the place to be you. So if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. you're dressed up, mm-hmm. I might be bringing a pink tutu this year just for fun. It, you know, who cares? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know that we'll see pink tutus um, at the collaboratorium space, but we might. And you do you. You got to do you. Um, I volunteer. Right. As tribute. I love it. Uh, but no, and that's, that's kind of the point is like giving that uh, respect to that space to the, again, the staffers, the legislators, the regulators who are coming in and they're going to feel awkward or perhaps, and some of them, you know, at this point now, you know, I hate to see hate to see uh, Congressman Langevin uh, uh, as he's retiring because he has been an immense supporter and his staff open door, come in, talk to to them about that. We saw, especially with uh, Chris Krebs and really the direction he was taking uh, CISA CISA, and really bringing and having those conversations. Uh, We saw with I Am the Cavalry trying to start a lot of that and doing that with uh, the B-sides track. This is really just another opportunity. And uh, you know, one of the things we're doing, check out the website. If anyone hasn't already go to the DEF CON website, there is a policy section. And for once, it is not the nerdy, um, technical, um, even though DEF CON did just, uh, Jeff did just update the transparency report. So you're going to see some different stuff and I haven't gone through it. So please don't ask me the next question of what all got updated. Um, Remember to uh, bring a mask if you so, you know, masking is going to be required again this year. Um, and we had a great uh, response with that last year. Vaccination cards are not going to be required this year. That is one change. But uh, go check out the policy section and you'll get links to the schedule, links to descriptions of the talks. But we're also putting together different resources because the conversation doesn't stop and start here. There are lots of, and if uh, listeners who are in the United States, particularly, don't just pay attention to federal. Uh, granted, I'm biased because I am, you know, former assistant city attorney, uh, former, you know, uh, staffer in the Georgia legislature, but pay attention as we're seeing, especially with the reproductive and privacy rights there, the battlegrounds are in the states and get to know uh, Georgia being one that's easy to pick on, uh, but not for the direction you think I may be going, but more because we had some issues with uh, voter databases uh, getting exposed and really building 
rebuilding that trust because the state legislature tried to come in and really expand the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, CFAA, uh, within Georgia to target, essentially, if you ask me, off the record, I mean, this is off the record, right, Keenan? I mean, totally, right, right. But one of the things they did was they were embarrassed. So you have the state get embarrassed. And so, of course, the knee-jerk reaction is, well, we need to attack the researchers who pointed out this. So let's expand the CFAA and bring in additional elements of the crime for this research that's going on. You're kind of going, wait, what? CFAA is bad. It's a bad approach. Bad, bad, bad. We're going to expand it because y'all got embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Um, But the legislature passed it. The governor had to come in and veto it. And in part through significant letter writing uh, campaigns and stuff from researchers. You had the EFF coming in. You also had individuals coming in and really laying out for the governor, uh, Governor Deal at the time, here's where the issues are. But if you're not engaging at that level, you don't know. And then suddenly you're in a state or in an area or a city that has passed a law that is completely permitting, um, you know, you're going to have a lot of tracking with a lot of the apps uh, and the data smart cities is another issue. Um, You look at uh, the researchers who ran into trouble at the local level uh, for being, you know, what was the scope of the research all of that. IDs, which we've talked about before. And I want to hit on, yes. we talk about state and local governments, but I talk about this a lot on the show with all of my guests. If you're not voting in your local and state elections, you are the problem. You're the problem with all of the things that are happening, because if there isn't appropriate local and state representation on the Hill, as they interact, then mm-hmm up with really stupid shit happening like we're kind of seeing right now and when it comes Mm -hmm. to privacy especially and data privacy the world's about to get crazy it's already like teetering on the crazy and i will tell every single one of you states out there that your voter data is available on the dark web so if you're thinking you might get embarrassed stop punishing the people who are finding the data (laughs) stop they're trying, trying to help you Well, and we saw like, for example, with um, a lot of the work I was doing on drone technology and the RF and trying to explain like war driving, war driving is not a crime. I'm just seeing what's out there. Um, That a lot of those conversations, again, vote, vote, vote. I'd say vote once and vote often. No, but vote in every election. I've got a new one I want to add to that. Row, row, row your votes. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, I love it. See, at least you can kind of sing. Uh, no one would ever listen to the show again if I, but it's building that relationship with the staffers so that when legislation gets proposed, that uh, the different, you know, the state legislators, they know who to ask and can say, like, hey, Keenan, uh, my colleague just introduced this bill. Is it BS? Is it malarkey? Or like, what are your thoughts? And then because you can have built that relationship, that's the other thing. And you build those relationships by participating in the conversation and having a, of just saying, Hey, 
you know there's a huge research community in your area, we're happy to be an expert because they can't be experts on everything. So it's like, if you want to know how the data collection, or if you want to know, hey, you've got a bunch of ISPs, uh, internet service providers, they're operating in your area. If you're confused over what some of the implications are for this, we're happy to educate your staffers. Or, hey, I've written this great article that dives into the issues with this. Send it out, share it with them and say, hey, thought this would be that you Build those relationships. You get those email addresses. You get those conversations yes. started by, you know, policy space at DAFCON is one place, but, you know, really engaging at the local and state level. Absolutely. And, I, you know, stepping off my soapbox. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a soapbox that many of us stand on, especially in technology. And I, I love what you're talking about, about educating them. You know, Hack the Capital is something um, that that I participate yes. in. Yes. is another big uh, opportunity to bring those people to the table. But I really, really, truly believe we should have a tech, maybe collaboratorium. Of- collaboratorium. <laughs> of experts that really are on demand for both sides of the aisle to say, okay, politics aside, no shit, this is how this works. So (laughs) your legislation doesn't make sense because of this, 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 and this. Wouldn't that be glorious? That would be so right. If only. And I appreciate you for bringing up Hack the Capital because I am absolutely remiss in doing that because it does. Same kind of concept. We have the main stage tracks uh, for if anyone wants to find out more about Hack the Capital. Please go to ICS Village uh, website and check it out. The other thing I would say is if you attend and participate in, for example, ShmooCon, Um, there is a uh, side track of that or a kind of outgrowth of that in DC with Hackers on the Hill. And so I've participated and led some conversations in that one as well. Uh, Bo Woods is a good person uh, to get in touch with, uh, as well as Harley. Harley did uh, his amazing presentation on some of the different stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, Again, not your usual places, but you'll see him uh, highlight some of that talk at uh, DAFCON. But those are some areas and spaces to really year-round. And I'm sure I've missed some. So a subtle plug at Lawyer Liz on Twitter, drop me a note, let me know what I haven't uh, had my eye on because absolutely. And uh, like I said, we're also going to be putting together some good resources, hopefully uh, so that people can go back and find out how to get engaged. Uh, Katie Masaurus is another person, if you're not following Katie on Twitter, Wow. Uh, Talk about someone who I don't even know if she's fueled by fury, rage, uh, coffee, and just, uh, right? She just, uh, but she is active in a lot of these conversations. And it's just a great resource of how to get engaged. She even did, I think this was her first year as a delegate uh, in the state and as one who has sat through so many of those state conventions in politics. I'm not saying I may have uh, spiked my coffee mug when you're going to spend an entire day voting on slate. So, oh boy. 
Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. But it yeah. has to be done. It has to be. It done. really does. <laughs> Preferably by people who understand the topic matter. You know, it just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as I say, my role, my role with Scythe is I don't have to know how to do it. I am here to make everyone else's jobs easier. I don't have to have the answers for different policy conversations. Instead, I just have to go, oh, this is this issue. You need to talk to so-and-so. Oh, this is that issue. May I introduce you to? Uh, so you don't have to be the expert. You just have to be a conduit to keeping the conversation moving. Absolutely. In the collaboratorium. The collaboratorium. That's, that's got to happen. There's so many letters. It's definitely not going to be a wordle word of the day. But that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you guys heard it here first. The most important topic is that you're not going to get coffee in your room at DEF CON. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. That is the plan ahead. That's the, that's what we're really here to talk about right now. No, I'm kidding. I mean, that is important, but um, yeah, all of the great policy stuff that's going to be happening at DEF CON this year, definitely check it out. I'll include links to uh, DEF CON website, to uh, Hack the Capital, to all of the other great stuff that we talked about. I'm also going to add some echoes in here. So hopefully that will keep you guys uh, entertained yes. for a hot minute. Um, I and love it. What is my boo? I'm so glad that you came on. Well, thank you. We need to talk more often. The next two. Something crazy with policy. Come talk to me. There's some stuff. There's some good stuff. Uh, and uh, like in the legal world as well. So I look forward to it as a tease. Folks just need to keep listening to your show because it is the national blast. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our on-location conversation. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itsbmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.